Today's daf we begin on daf yud tet, and again, apologize for my voice, but let's uh, let's just finish off what we said. And, and previously, in the end of the last year, we we're talking about hazia ve'ez of our kurnit, and a lot of the time when you see these three um, hyssop-based plants, the gemara will want to explain what they are. We said hazia is satra, ezov is izova, and kurnit is the kurnita. Okay. I can't translate them because I'm not sure the translation is any more informative than the Hebrew itself, as I explained last time. Let's continue. Now, if we remember the Mishnah, it says Chalbitzim. Now, Chalbitzim, if you recall, they were one of the things, when we mentioned, when you started the seventh parak yesterday, we were mentioning certain products that either has both Grushat Shvid and Biur, or Biur doesn't apply. And the basis of whether Biur applied was um, whether it would endure in the field or whether it would wither. Okay, now chalbitzin was one of these things, and the Gemara asks, "Mal chalbitzin?" It's beitzei netz chalav. So we said chalbitzin was asphodel, whatever it was. That's the translation we said last time. It says, "What is chalbitzin?" It says the beitzei, the beitzim, all these buds, I guess, of netzah chalav, which we said was the milkweed of some sort. Okay, now if you recall, we said that with these things that didn't have biur, there was a machlok between the Tanakam and Rebbe Meir whether the 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 demayhem has biur or not. Okay, what that means is normally if you exchange or try and sell something that's Krusha Shvis, that which you exchange it for also adopts Krusha Shvit. So, for example, if it was money, um, then the money, then the question was these things, since Biur doesn't apply to them, those things listed in the Mishnah, does it apply to the Danim as well? And the Chachamim thought it was very simple. If the main product Biur doesn't apply to, then clearly the Damim doesn't have Biur apply to it. However, Rabbi Meir is cholik. and Rabbi Meir says as follows: What's the basis of his what's the basis of his position? We find that when it comes to the damim, we can actually be more Why? We find that when it comes to shemen of shvit, oil of shvit, you're allowed to use that to light a fire. However, if you sell it and then get the damim, the money, and use the damim to buy shemen. Ain Madlikimbo, which is interesting. So your oil that has Krushvis, you're not allowed, you are allowed to kindle with. But the damim, if you use money that has Krushvis and buy oil, you're not. So we see here the Dameshvit is more machmir. So there is grounds to say we can treat the dam Dameshvit more machmir than Shvit itself. Now the question is, why is that? Already Rab Chaim, it's in the middle of Dirbura Matkal Machru. He says, "V'tama demilta, why be more machmir by the oil that's purchased?" He says, "Tama demilta katava rash to gazru rabbanan to kevin shema atzma mishoshit." Since the oil you're purchasing is from the sixth year, and it's chulin, yes, it adopts kedusha shvis because you used meishvis, but really the product itself is from the sixth year. So im yadlikbor, if you start using it in a casual manner to light fires, at the metal people might think that it doesn't have kedusha shvis at all. So that's why they made a that we're actually more machmir with oil that you purchase with Vashmir than Shvid itself. Okay. Now what we see, what the Gemara is going to list in the next few cases, is we see that sometimes that which you exchange for Shmita produce adopts the Chumras of the original product itself. We already see here in our Mishnah, the Bure applies to whatever you, even the money. So let's have a look here. What happens if you have oil, your friend has oil, both have Grusha Shvid, and you exchange them? Now we say that since they each technically also Demei Shvid as well, and we said that which is exchanged with oil, if you use Demei Shvid to buy oil, you're not allowed to burn with it, 
then what's fascinating here is now both the oils you cannot use for lighting. That's a very important point. In other words, since they've each been exchanged, so now they're effectively, yes, they were each were originally Dameshvit. Because they were in exchange fashion, they're like Dameshvit, the oil that's purchased with Dameshvit, if you like. So therefore, they adopt that Khumra. Now, so Ketzer Yoseh, what can he do? So what he says, Ketzer Yoseh, Chizkiya B'Shem Rebbe Mer, says, Machlif Shneim Shel Now, this is a really interesting pitaron. When it comes to things that have Krusha Shvit, I have to explain this very carefully. Let's say I have something that's Krusha Shvit. I exchange it for something else. They both have Krusha Shvit. If I then take that second thing, exchange it from something else, the Krusha Shvit moves along. So the last thing I exchange it for is Krusha Shvit, and so does the original thing. The original never loses its Krusha Shvit. That's a very important point, number one. So what's interesting now is, now I've got these two oils that I've exchanged. They have their base Kedusha Shvis past the Chumrah of the Meishvis. Okay, because they were exchanged for one another. So how do I remove that Chumrah? I exchange that, I switch it for something that's regular Chulin, like, a, I don't know, a box of matzahs, whatever it is. Now, the beauty is that other thing, we propagate, sorry, we move along and say that's a Kedusha Shvis, and the Meishvis Chumrah is now removed and passed down the chain as it normally would be. And my original oil just retains a Ketushit as a core product. But it no longer has the Chumrah of something that was exchanged for Dimei because I've passed that Chumrah along to the next thing I exchanged it for. Which is a very interesting way of solving the problem. So yes, at the end of the day, all these things have Ketushit but the Chumrah that applied to oil that I've purchased Dimei Shviyas has been moved along to the next thing. Because again, Dimei moves along always, keeps going across to the next thing I exchange it for. Okay, next, what happens if I change wine, I exchange wine for oil? Now, now here we've got a bit of a shinogiris of the gra. It says, just as I find with yain, just as it comes to oil, sorry, wine, I can't rub it on my skin. I can't use it to fuel fires. That's not a permissible use for oil. Now that I've exchanged it for oil, now that I've exchanged it, as we said, the oil that I exchanged it for will adopt the chumras of that core product, the yain. So even though this is oil that is it's like something I exchanged for wine. So it takes the chumras of wine, so I can no longer use that oil for rubbing on my skin or fueling a fire. Which is a very important point, because you might think, I've got oil, too much oil, my friend's got wine, you know what, let's just swap, and you can use it to light your fire. But then we find from here that you cannot do that. It is treated much, you're limited in that your friend will be limited to use that oil in the same way you can only use, which is wine, which is to consume it. Let's continue. Now, this is Lula. We saw previously that the shoots of a tree doesn't have biur and the leaves do because the leaves fall out. We say, just as we say that alim have, have biur applies to it, so too, because it's been exchanged, it adopts because it's now demay, if you like, it adopts the chumras of that which it was exchanged from, and Yibiyu would apply to it. Let's continue. What happens I switched for a human food for animal food? Just as it says, just as we know when it comes to human food, you're not allowed to use it to make a patch. So too, 
since it's being switched for animal food, the animal food itself adopts the chumras of human food and it cannot be used for a patch. Now the Gemara tests this whole assumption. One second, who says you're allowed to switch human food for animal food? It's completely asur. You're allowed to sell human food and animal food to purchase human food. Now, you have to be careful here. We're talking about in a permissible context, we're allowed to sell Shemitah fruit. For example, you had too much and there was an excess. Aval, <clears throat> you cannot sell animal food. You cannot sell animal food from one animal for another. And you're not allowed to sell human food to buy animal food. The reason for that is because it is effectively like, a, it's like a wasting, if you like. You're, you're, you're meant to use human food for human consumption. And it's a bit like feeding it to animals if you exchange it for, human, for animal food. So what are you talking about in the previous case we bought this whole chidush, where you exchange human food for animal food? You're not allowed to do that bichlal. How does that even work? So we say, Hada keniv to diyarka. Now, knipta diyarka is, for example, you've got vegetables. You've got the waste of vegetables, the little leaves you've chopped off the top. Now, what do you do with that food? What you can do is you can put it on the roof, let it dry out, and feed it to animals. So what are we talking about here? Now, what, since it's effectively animal food, now, even though it was human food, that's the case it's talking about switching animal food for human food. <clears throat> so to explain it carefully, but because it originated as human food, because it's the waste products of a vegetable, it still has the humra of human food, which you can't use it as a patch as a salve. Okay. So that brighter, when it's taught that teaching, when it says switching animal food for human food, it's not talking about regular human food because that regular human food, you're not allowed to. It's talking about the knivat yarek, these other sort of leftover psolet from human food that you can use as animal food. Now, what's interesting here is, but one second, I thought you, we just said you're not allowed to switch even animal food for animal food. So how can you take this knivat yarek and switch it for some other animal food? We just said you cannot do that. So there's different explanations. One understanding is uh, the Rab Chaim brings two answers. I'll bring the second one. He says that it's actually the prohibition of switching animal food to animal food is, say, cow food for donkey food. But here, it might just be that these are both cow foods and your kniva yerek, you're switching for another type of cow food and both cow food and that would be, that's the, another permissible switch. Okay, let's now go back to the Gemara. You can all understand me with my uh, lack of voice. Is that, yeah? Okay, fine. But if, if I'm not clear, then, then stop me, please. Let's just continue. Rabbi Yochanan B'Shem, Rabbi Shimon Ben Ben Yotzedek. Merkinisim, so audio manipulation after the shir and make me sound like an opera singer or something as they do on these uh, videos. Anyway, let's continue. Rabbi Yochanan B'Shem, Rabbi Shimon Ben Yotzedek says, "Be'yain ada Pesach, be'shem ada tzer, be'grogrod ada purim." Now, wine can last a long time. The question is, when does beer apply to wine? That's very important, by the way, because even nowadays you pick up bottles of wine a few years after Shmid and it says Kedusha Shvisan, you're in trouble. So it says beer applies to these things ada Pesach. Meaning the Pesach of the next year, that's when beer applies to wine from Shemitah year. Shemit, it's until Shavuot and Grogorot, which are dried figs. That, <coughs> that is un- until Purim. Now it says, Rabbi Bevai said, it says, when he says, B'Shem Rabbi Hanina, it says, tomorrow when it comes to uh, uh, um, tomorrow it dates, it says, Ana Chanukah. Okay, let's continue with the Gemara. Here we're going back to Klippe Romani Vanetz Shelo. Now, what's interesting in our mission, we'd say Klippe Romani Vanetz Shelo. 
with the, we, I mentioned the, the shells of that anagozim, the rimonim anagozim and the blossom part, they were used for dyes. The problem with our Mishnah is, the Mishnah started with things that have Krushvit and Biur. Then it listed things that have Krushvit but don't have Biur applied to it. Then it listed these things, and all it said it has Krushvit. We don't know what the status is with Biur. And I'm, I made reference to that when we learned the Mishnah. The Gemara now asks the question. Rabbi Ila Bashem, Rabbi Shimon Barva, Rabbi Yochanan, Vachavrute, Havoyat, Vinamakshin. They would sit down and had a Kaido Makshu one They are different. I mean, what do we have to answer the Mishnah? Yeshlam biur or inlam biur? Does biur apply? Avar Rabbiana, Rabbiana passed by them. Amrim says, Ha gavra mishalini. He is a gavra that we can ask a question. Not to Shailune. He's a gavra rabbi. He's a chashuv rabbi. Let's ask him the question. How do we understand the Mishnah? Amr lahem, he said to him, Kodvash tokolishor yeshlam biur. Anything that will fall off the tree and wither, biur applies. Shain tokolishor, those that stay on the tree and last, well, inlam biur. Biur doesn't apply. That's not the basic principle we've said previously. The reason why those things we've just listed in that section of the Mishnah, some do, some don't. Therefore, that's why the, that's why the Tana Mishnah didn't say whether Bureau applies because you can't give a blanket ruling because it's a mix of products there where Bureau does apply and Bureau doesn't apply. Okay. <coughs> Back to the Tzava. <coughs> this is a Daya. <coughs> Pardon me. When it comes to the Tzava, it says, My litzvot betovat hanaya. A dyer, can he? Now, we said a dyer and a Mishnah, he can't die for profit, but he can die for himself. He can dye his own garments if he likes. The question is, can he do a Vatovatayanaya? I mean, the person has to pay him, but he'll owe, owe him a favor. He might want to you know, make him a basket of cookies to say thank you, whatever it is. Can he do that? So he say, Mimandatani hashloshushit, vachalbitzin, which are other dyes. There it says he can only do it last So clearly, since it's restricted, he can only do it for himself, means he can't do it for anybody else. Even Let's continue. And then it says the Mishnah continued, Paul talking about these things you're not allowed to um, do business with. If you recall, we talked about Nandamelo, Trevoch, Katsim, Rabasim. You can't do business with them. So Ketav Ketivit says, We've got two Psukim. One is that they're Tmeim, they are Tmeim for you. And to me, it says, but to me, I've got a second pasuk. So therefore, why do we have two psukim? It says, Elachad Israchila, the Adachid Isur Anai Hanaya. One to say you're not allowed to eat these things. And the second thing is you're not allowed to get a hana from them. Now you have to be careful because it doesn't actually mean you're not allowed to get a hana at all. For example, the Kelev Tishlachunotov, we've got all these other things. However, what it means is what um, the way um, Rosharilo explains it, it says, you're not allowed to Koloma Harvacha. The type of hana the Torah permits here is profiting and doing business from it. Okay? So we say as follows, <laughs> We learn from here anything that's Isu Daraisa, you're not allowed to do business and make profits from it. Anything you're actually Mutala Now we ask one thing, what about a chamor? A chamor you're not allowed to eat. So how can you sell, how can people sell donkeys? So he says, no, meaning when people raise and breed donkeys, they're not doing so for their meat. They're doing so for its avoda, for the malacha. So therefore, when people sell it, they're selling it for its capacity as a work animal. Therefore, and the malacha, there's no problem with using a donkey for work. So that's why in that context, donkeys you could sell. But what about a camel? 
It says also, again, camels are primarily bred and sold for their work and not for their meat. So therefore, there's no problem. Now, the Gemara continues that talking about other Israel Darabanan about which we learn in Masech Tovarazara, where we find that Rabbi Yoshaya Nasiviyayev, he did business Bahadim Murias. Now, Murias is brine. And it's asked Rabbi Midrabanan to consume the brine of Nochrim because they, I think there was concern they'd add wine and stuff to it. Similarly, Rav Huna, Rav Huna was Nasaviyayev. He did Masamatani, he did business with Chaltuta. Now, Chiltid was a very sharp vegetable, and the concern they may have cut it with an kosher knife and the like. So it's Asur. But those Isurim Amidrabanan. So the fact that they trade and did business with these things is a proof that what? That if it's Isurabanan, there's no problem trading with it and making profits. The only problem is Isurabanan. Okay, let's continue. Now, we mentioned the interesting case before about you're not allowed to take things from a field to, sell, to like pick Shemitah products to, to, to sell it. You know, I do Masa Matan. But we mentioned our mission, you're allowed to pick it and give it to your son and son sells. And we had that difficulty yes, in yesterday's year. And I was looking this up in Derech to get a bit more background to it. And he explains that there's actually Machloket. The grass says there's actually nothing wrong with doing Lakita Almat Limkor. Picking to sell is not a problem, provided it's in small amounts, right? Meaning it's just for eating. And the Kavach, and, and um, what's not okay is if you buy and sell Shemitah produce, proper business. However, the rush, which is kind of how we explained it yesterday, he says that if you're collecting it for yourself to sell, that's when it's a problem of picking for selling. But if you're picking it to give it to your son as a matana and your son goes and sells it, that's not where the problem of picking for selling applies in Schmitter. Again, but still we're talking about small volumes. or see restrictions on how you sell it anyway. Um, fine. Uh, let's continue in the Gemara. Now it says, Tani, if you've got five people into Beshutafut, you can't say they all collect together and one person sells it. But if there wasn't a Shutafut, you've got your own stuff. Your friend collected his stuff. And you take yours and sell them together and sell your own. And Chaim explains, that would be fine. Okay? Because again, you're doing Bahavla, you're really selling your friends. Nothing wrong with selling your friends. Okay? The five brothers that didn't go foot, despite the fact they're brothers, you might think that it's a foot arrangement. Nonetheless, as we said, you can sell for somebody else. Now, provided he doesn't make a platar. Now, palta, we, the term palta we know from is someone who buys and sells bread. But what's a platar in this context? So, one understanding, he doesn't go to his regular marketplace, the position in his stall to sell it. So in other words, not selling in the normal fashion. Some say, what does it mean? You're not going out every day and selling this. In other words, it has to be in some sort of haphazard, makeshift type of fashion that we allow this in this permissible context. Let's continue. Tani, what a shopkeeper. He's cooking your cotton shmita. That have dusha shviz. We say, Meaning when you sell that, he's not allowed to, he's not allowed to calculate in the, the price of the product he's selling, the, the value of the vegetables, but he can, when he sells it, calculate the wine, the oil, the Dalanav Krushishvis, and Tzchadav Tala, and his work effort, his, his, like, his exertion, his, uh, in terms of his, his uh, what's it called? Yeah, his efforts in, in producing it. That can be calculated. Because again, that way he's not doing Tzchadav Tala. 
Rav La, he was mafkid le'ilin chal tarayach. So he understands, as Rav Chaim explains his abakers, lo yimachashim egrechem, when you try and work out your payments and your prices, don't calculate al mishcha, don't include the oil that has krishashvis, el al chitaya, but only on the wheat. Again, so you're not profiting and making, doing business with krishashvis, and you sell the bread, you can't take into calculation the oil. Um, the good that has Okay, let's continue. Uh, fine. Tamatanina tells over there. Amra Bir Ematai is now. This Ematai is an important case. Here we're talking about this is uh, from in Sanhedrin. We talk about those people that are what? That are Pasal Aidud. One of the people that are Pasal Aidud is someone who's a Sokhre Shvid or people that do um, business in Shmiti, the Pasal Aidud. Now the question is at what point is some Pasal Aidud? So this is one of these sort of some of us are saying why well, these kind of pesukos that have sort of come in here, but you'll see how it connects to. So Amar, so again, Ematai, when do we say is pasul edut? Bein shein lo umanot ela hu. That's only when that's his only, that's his prime preoccupation. Aval yesh lo umanot shaloh he. If, however, he has other forms of income as well, then that wouldn't pasul him for edut. Yes, he's a naughty boy. He shouldn't be doing schora b'shvius, but doesn't pasul him for edut. Now, what's the case? Hechi avid. So we've got two ways to read this, the Peshitta of Rabbi Yehuda. One is Lakula, one is Lachumra. So the first one is Lakula. If, if the rest of the Shemitah years, he sits down and does nothing. He's a matlan. And Kevin Shabbat Shvit, when Shemitah comes around, Nikhil, suddenly he now takes the opportunity to make his, make his money. Mavshit of no seven or ten per Avera. Then still, if he has other form of income, still he's Bikasha. He'd be okay. The only time he would be passed is when, is if his only form of income for the entire Shemitah cycle is selling Shorat Shvid. That's Imla Pasal. Aval Im, Haya Yoshev, or Sekhman Lachto, if there is other forms of income, the other is the Shemitah cycle, Koshne Shvua. Kevan Shabbat Shvid, Vidhil Mavshid Yado, but then he suddenly switches his trade when it comes to Shemitah. When Osen, or Tem, or Tem Perch Vera, still, even if that's his only occupation during Shemitah, it's in, even if he doesn't have any other an occupation, he'll be mutar. So in other words, this is a mum, very make way of looking at it. The only time that his puzzle aid is if he does nothing in his only form of income is to selling so, Shmita produce during Shmita year. It's actually interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, one of the Rosh Kolels, uh, the Torah told him of a friend in his yeshiva that sat in Kolel, learned for nine months of the year, and then when it comes to uh, around Sukkot time, that was his form of income. He did. He was a distributor in Lulav and Etrogerim, right? So uh, I guess Lahavdil Elif This individual thinks I can sit and be a batlan for six years, and when uh, when it comes to Shmita, I know there's I can make my fortune. All right, but let's continue. Rabba Bar Zavda says as follows. Now Rabba Bar Zavda quotes Rabbi Avahu B'Shem Rabbi Lazar. He says Halach Rabbi Huda Demanitin Halach Rabbi Huda in this makel understanding. So Iklas Rabba Bar Zavda. He was praised to Marshmua Mishem Bishem Zirmine. The Rabbi Zavda was praised because he cited Rabbi Vau, who was of a lower shitter than him, low, lower, not shitter, lower position than him. It wasn't as a god like him, nonetheless, he cited him to say halachas like Rabbi Yehuda. However, we have another teaching, Tana Rabbi Yehuda Lechumra. We have another teaching that actually holds Rabbi Yehuda is actually more machmir and a different understanding. Understanding, what is that? Hey, how so? If, however, let's say someone is this individual, he works on all the years of the Shemitah. But on Shemitah, he begins to take, be opportunistic and start doing 
um sohrei shviet he start doing business mashid yadov and sabatam peritavir im yesh imo malacha kheret if he also has a malacha another malacha then is mutar bim lavasor however im lo haya osek malacha koshne shboa kemet shabat shviet itkhil mafshid yadov and osen ten peritavir apal pish yesh imo akheret asur now i'm not sure if you've been i know that i've been changing the words as i go along here but this nus of agra that's i've got in square brackets in mind Meaning as follows. What it sounds like here, according to Momachmir way, is the only way he wouldn't be pasaladus is if he qualifies both requirements. He has another source of pranasa during the Adiza Shemitah. And during, during the Shemitah year, when he does Schora B'Shviz, he has an, another source of income. So it's much more Machmir way. So we say, and we, the Gemara says, Lo bada Rabbi Bar Zavda Rabbi said the Rabbi Allah B'Shem Halacha Rukavi Yehuda Daminitin and Iklas Rabbi Bar Zavda the Mashmur Mishum Zirminei. In other words, it's not in this case that we find that Rabbi Rabbi Bar Zavda. In other words, this understanding of Rabbi Yehuda that he quoted Rabbi Vahu the Halachas like Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, when he said Halachas Rabbi Yehuda, it was according to the first understanding we brought in the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda, where is my where is very the Mekel understanding? Okay. Now, the Gemara says, Af, <coughs> pardon me, Af Hacha Ken. So what's the question of the Gemara, Af Hacha Ken? What we're trying to understand is, is why is it that according to the Tanakam, if you recall, we said if a hunter catches non-kosher animals, he's allowed to sell them, but only if he's a hunter. Everybody else cannot. Rabbi Huda said anybody can. If it's, and then we saw the Chachamim at the end said, even that said, kind of agreed with the Tanakama, and we said that he could even do so deliberately. So the Gemara is asking, what difference does that make between a professional hunter and anybody else? So Amr of Yossi Barbun, he says, Taman ein malchot oneset, Bram hacha malchot oneset. He says, there's a difference. And I explained this in the Mishnah. He says, at that time, the malchot, the government, if you like, would force hunters to pay a particular high tax. Consequently, um, the Chachamim will to allow these hunters, if they happen to catch in their traps, non-kosher animals, according to the Tanakam, it was only if by chance they happened to, they'd be able to sell them. Okay, let's continue. Next Mishnah. This refers to the, the shoots of a service tree. Vacharovim is a carob tree. We say, That what happens is when it comes to these shoots, not only does it but beer also applies to them as well. And we're going to have to understand that. Because the next case is this is a terebinth, I think it is a pistachio tree and a white thorn. All these trees, it says, Yeshlam Shvid, Shvid. However, Einlam Biur, Vadimelodimeyam Biur. And that's going to be the first question of the Gemara. Why, for some shoots, do we say it does have Biur and other ones it doesn't? We'll see it soon. Avala Alim, when it comes to leaves, clearly Yeshlam Biur, Biur does apply, Mibneshim Noshim Because again, they fall off. And we said, because they don't last in the field, as soon as they're no longer last in the field, they start withering. As soon as it's long in the field, Biur would apply to the leaves. Okay. Which is a verd is a rose, kofar cypress, a balsam, and a lotus. We say yesh lahem shvid or demen shvid. Now, in other words, also it has krishit shvid. However, Shimon disagrees with the kataf. Now, kataf, we said, he's actually talking about that. We discussed this thing yesterday, this year. We said that that's, the kataf is, we're talking about the sap of the kataf. And all these things were used for, as we said, the samim. However, Rabbi Shimon says, since it's a sap of a tree, it's like the wood of a tree. It's not a pre. So therefore, it doesn't have Kedusha Shviet at all. 
So that's the machlok we have in this mission where the sap of a tree is considered like the pre, so there's Krushavit, or there's considered like the wood of a tree, and wood of a tree doesn't have Krushavit. Okay, next. Averid biyashan. So chadash, we're talking about of Shmitiyid that's been soaked in oil of the sixth year. What do you do? Simply you're like, hey, you simply pull out the verid and you'll be fine. However, the yashan, now we're talking about the verid is from the seventh year, the chadash in oil from the eighth year, then chayva biyur. Now I'm not going to explain that in any more detail because the Gemara is going to address it itself. Now, charovim chadashim, what if you talk about charovim chadashim, shikavsham biyam yashan, the yashinim bechadash, either way, we're going to have a problem because the time of the charovim is going to go into it, in the yain, and it's going to, you'll be chayvim biyur. In other words, once it's long found in the field, it affects the mixture. So it says, this is a general rule. Anytime it gives a tam, it's chayv lava'er min b'sheinu mino, or the min jibino, it will be kol shuhu. So if min jain it's whether it gives a flavor, and when it's min bino, it's even a kol shuhu. Now I need to recap, because why? It says, shvid oser kol shuhu min b'bina, b'shelo b'mina, but not ten tam. If you recall yesterday, we had a discussion whether Shvid is also Bakoshu or not. Because he said that after Biur, it's actually not also Shabakoshu. We discussed yesterday. In terms of the, the Ikar Kambavat, the Mavatal, the growth, and we discussed this. So, <coughs> so to, I'm going to read the Reb Chaim because this is a point that I don't think that we, we said so sharply yesterday. Or maybe it's explained differently yesterday. Because yesterday we said it's not Bata when it comes to Shvid, but it is Bata when it comes to Biur. Let's have a look. He says differently now. He says, Le'inyan Chiyuv Biur. When it comes to mitzvah beer, they have a mixture, and you have to consume that entire mixture before the zman beer arrives. We say that that's what we say. That's a devar sheshna matirin. So also yet, just consume it. That's why we say it's not batel. Aval, however, im nitarev lachar zman beer, if zman beer has already arrived, and then you take something that beer applies to it, and then get it stuck in a mixture, that's when you've got a problem. Then we say, no, that's when we say it's Einu Nasar, Elabanotan Tam. Then it's not going to be considered Devarshesh Matirim because already after this, after there's no way to matter the mixture. So that's when we say that it's only Alser Benotan Tam. <coughs> okay. This is a bit more of the Gemara. And I think then my um, voice will probably stop on us. Let's continue. Barosha de Pirka Atamar Einochlim Ala Ikar Vakato Mechlin Eikar. Now, the cash of the Gemara is exactly what I said in the, in the Mishnah. It says, I don't understand. When it comes to Lula Zeradim, you said that the shoots that come out, beer applies to it. But Lula Vailava, Botna Vatadim, you said the, the, the shoots that come out, beer doesn't apply to it. I don't understand. What's the difference? Now, what it means, Ochlin Alikara, Ochlin Alikara, is because the assumption is, is because the Ikar itself, beer doesn't apply to it, then it won't apply to these shoots as well. So Amra Pinchas says, no, it's different. Says the nature of these trees are different regarding these shoots that come out. Some of them will wither off, and some will actually end up hardening and becoming part of the tree. So if it hardens and becomes part of the tree, then it goes by what the ikar is. I read the Reb Chaim inside. He says, The shoots from a zerah tree, the service tree, they're going to fall from the tree. And they don't stay around. Hilkach beer, beer applies. Avalula they stay there forever. The sovereign like shot end up harding, but nasim etz end up becoming etz kaviyem, becoming wood. Hilkach einlem beer. That's the distinction of the mission. That's why beer doesn't apply because it never falls off the tree. 
Therefore, even if you happen to cut some off while they're still soft, Nami doesn't apply because those soft shoots on the tree become hard and they're still in the field because they come part of the tree. That's why you go by Abihem. That's why Bureau doesn't apply to the second cases in the mission. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone, have a good day. Mitzvah so Shemai. Feel better. Feel better. Baruch Hashem, I feel fine. It's just, again, my voice went on holiday. Mitzvah Shemai will come back tomorrow. Tea and honey.